The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. Network. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both of you are crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. Welcome to another edition of the Jonesy and Brown Show. His name is Mike Jones. I am John Brown. We are here to talk Philadelphia sports another week. Another week, we're talking about another loss. Hopefully, we can get back in the win column. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that. But I got, a, I got a good guess for you guys today. Jonesy had to dig deep into the, to the personal Rolodex of close personal friends of mine. <laughs> All right, this is a guy I've known for a long time. He is a former Philadelphia Eagle. This man is a Super Bowl champion. A Super Bowl champion who once let me wear his Super Bowl ring after I beat him in fantasy football. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to get you to take tell that story. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. You look. Look, I got to make it I I I got I got to make myself feel like I'm important around here. So, all right. This is a close personal friend of mine. This man is is one of the hardest working brothers in this area. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Barrett Brooks is on the show today. What's up? What's up? What's up? Mike Jones, what's the deal, man? Jonesy, hey. What's going Brown. on? Man, y'all must have really been looking for guests, man, to dig me up, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, the only time he called me is to to remind me of that 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 win he had against me, man. He blew me out too. He blew me out on on it on it too, man. So he never let me forget that. Uh, he, he likes to remind us all about that. I don't get too many wins. Not I don't on get, this show, I don't, for sure. I don't get too many wins in, in, in just about anything. But let me <laughs> let me tell you a story about Mr. Barrett Brooks. Mr. Barrett Brooks played professional football for a long time. Played for the played for the Eagles, mm-hmm. played for the Steelers, won a championship with the Steelers. Twelve years, man. They're Twelve years in the league. This man gets out of football, makes the transition, makes the successful transition to media and television. So no, I thought like you, man. I, I, didn't, I didn't do it like everybody. I didn't have a big name, man. I had to go from the back end up, man. I, I was behind the camera. I produced, what, five years before I even got an opportunity to be on the show with you, grinding. man. grinding. was grinding. <laughs> so when he finally got an opportunity, when he finally got an opportunity as a former player to actually participate in a fantasy football draft and league, this man thought his 12 years in the league was just going to give him all sorts of expertise. He just knew he was going to come in here with, with all of his... Like, how, how you going to tell me about fantasy football? I played in the league. So, when it came time for Mr. Brooks's team to play my team, I'm like, look, I don't even know what I said I was going to do if I lost because I just knew I wasn't going to lose. I'm like, mm-hmm. look... If, if if when I win, I want to wear that Super Bowl ring. I ain't never worn no Super Bowl ring before. I don't. Ha- I got a. I got a shelf full of participation. How you deal with this, Mike? How you deal with this, man? I got a shelf full of participation right trophies right now. So. <laughs> and uh, hold on, but this this this, this the kicker though. Now he's 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 the you know he's the guy that you know gets everything going on the set. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. He literally. Literally stops the show. This is a live show. Stop the show. It tells everybody in the world about his win and shows the ring off that I had to make him. I had to bring it and and, and show the world 
I mean, how did he give his own self? Oh, he gave man. his own self stardom. You know, star time all in front of the cameras. Stop the whole show. Live TV. Live TV, man. Well, uh-huh. This was un. This is like he just interrupted the show. You know, the the the, the host Jeez. was like, you know, Rob Rob Ellis was like, uh, he knew oh, what to do. Okay, he, okay, he JB. This was quality TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Rob Ellis was scared, man. Rob Ellis didn't know what to do. Uh, excuse me, I have something to say, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> he's the stage director now. You know, he's the stage director. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's yeah. he he t- took complete control, of cameras Rob, and everything. Rob Ellis hey. is like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> like, he's we're, in we're a position doing where nobody can really do anything to stop him. Right? Because they downstairs in the they downstairs in the in the in the um in the room pushing the buttons. We couldn't go to commercial. We just started. Exactly. He made sure we started the segment I, off too. I know. I know. How, I know how far security. Is from the studio, so I know just as I know what I can get away with. I know oh, what I man. can get away with, and and I know where the exits are. Oh man! I know how far the exit the exit is from my car as well. Uh, it was it was it was a, it was, a it was smashing a too. It, it, you know, it was, it was, it was smashing. It, it was. I, I don't get too many wins like that, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Barry Brooks is a good brother, man. Oh man! Always a good time. Always enjoyed. Glad to call you a friend. This is one of the hardest working men. One, not only is this man one of the hardest working men in 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 Philly sports and Philly sports media. This man's mm-hmm. whole family is grinding. Got to. Man. I, fan, Got I, to. I follow his whole family on Instagram, and they all grinding. His wife is grinding. Daughter's grinding. Son grinding. I go upstairs. Got That's how you do it. It's I go a family affair. Exactly. I go upstairs. Look at my daughter on the couch and just get mad. <laughs> Right, yeah. You know, my daughter, she raps, she sings, she acts. She's down there with my oldest son right now. He's a uh, he's a um, he's an engineer. He's a sound engineer, so he's making beats okay. down there in Atlanta. So he's they're they're doing their thing out there, man. And nice. you know, exactly. then you know, we have nursing companies. You know that we you know we 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 because I don't make any money off off TV. Mm-hmm. I just I'm just honest. I don't make any money off TV. I make all my money from healthcare. You know, so mm-hmm. you know I knew I couldn't play for I knew I couldn't play forever. So mm-hmm. I had to get me a sugar mama. So you know the wife she makes all the money now, bro. Hey man, it's all good, man. I, look, man, I admire y'all, man, for real, <laughs> for real. Just just a family of people just grinding, just always moving forward, man. Y'all y'all are my inspiration. In fact, I'm about to go upstairs and just yell at my family right now. I'm like, look, what are y'all doing? No, nah, don't do that because your wife will yell at me. Then don't. don't don't do that, yes. man. Then I'll be responsible right. for that. Don't do that, man. You, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what right. you put it all on me, then, man. Exactly. <laughs> all right, look, let's, oh, let's, let's shift to football real quick, Barrett. I know you. I, I know you're an offensive lineman. I know you. I know your expertise is in the trenches on the offensive line. But I wanted to start defense because this man, this man Gannon, has been bothering me this week. You know what he said has just been bothering me. It, 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 it doesn't sit well with me. Deservedly and I, so. And man. I, I, I really want your thoughts on this. This man's talking about he doesn't necessarily. When he starts talking about not having a scheme, I, I, I get visions of Chip Kelly. We're back to saying that name again, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? I'm just out of the blue, man. You know, just how do I follow that up? Well, I, I, this I, is I, how I'm- <laughs> I, I just want, I, I want your thoughts on because. I turn to I turn the people like you, the experts, you know, the people who are watching the game every day, every week, whatever, you know, talk talk me off the ledge on this because this man, this man for real hurt my soul all week. Well, you know, to be honest, man, this is this is not the stuff that I saw in camp. 
and uh, you know, have really had me going into camp and re- going to the season uh, very optimistic on this defense, thinking they were going to be very aggressive because in camp against themselves, they were very aggressive against those seven practices mm-hmm. that they won. They were very aggressive, and I don't see that necessarily right now. Now, I mean, I understand, you know, just like Fletch. Fletch only has five tackles. They played in what? And he has what? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. We're not I – mean, not five tackles in one game, but five tackles so, well, in geez. four games. I mean, that's, that's – that's, I mean, that's utterly ridiculous. I mean, come on now. At this point, you know, going into his fourth game, how do you only have five tackles? Well, I understand they're going to double team you. But you can get schemed out of that double team. Plus, they double team Aaron Donald. So to me, that's that's not an excuse either. Mm-hmm. But when you want to turn it on, you can't turn it on. And I, I really believe that this next game you're gonna see a different Fletch because every time you talk junk about Fletch, mm-hmm. he's came out the woodworks and played like a monster. So I see this happening for this week, but it shouldn't take that. As for the, you know, Gannon and his schemes, I don't understand it. You finally have the cornerbacks that you could be aggressive and send blitzes, Mm -hmm. and you don't use them in that manner. They're playing off. They're playing zone. Okay, if you're going to play zone, play tight zone, play matchup zone. Matchup zone is is the zone, but it has man concepts. You go in that zone, you got to latch on. You got to be aggressive. You got to hit them and and everything else. We aren't doing that. Well, the guys were running scot-free. And then to have the audacity to put Alex Singleton on Hill – in the red zone, and not think that he was going to score. I mean, that's the same thing that I saw last year when we played Phil. Uh, we played Pittsburgh when when Ben Roethlisberger stopped, almost called it. He's like, oh, oh, wait a minute!" Walks over to his rookie big receiver number eleven, mm-hmm. and tells him to run a route like he traced it in 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 the yard. Told him route to run, then went back, looked at him again to make sure you got it because he had Nelson. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what was that Nate Gary. Nate Gary. Nate Gary. One on one against him. Come on. What are you doing? Well, same right. thing. I saw him like, oh, can we get a timeout? Can we? Alex Singleton on Hill? Come on now. That's not one, That's not the match. One on one man coverage in the red zone. How does that make sense ever? When has that ever made sense when you can't, you don't even have DBs that can keep up with him, let alone, let alone a linebacker? So schematically, I don't think he's, he, he, He's really in a place, a good place right now because he's not using the horses that he has. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. He has two monsters in the middle. You know, mm-hmm. Fletcher is still a monster. Mm-hmm. But he has somebody, you know, a, a compadre, you know, next to him that can light it up also. So what you're going to see this next game, and, and you heard it here first, they're going to scheme him. They're going to move this defensive line more. They're going to run slants. They're going to run, uh, they're going to run, you know, games and stunts. And that way you have to, you force the linebackers to be, proactive because when you move the line you slant one way mm-hmm. that means the linebackers have to go feel the opposite way which is going to make them more aggressive in their mentality and going and filling their gaps that way they're going downhill as opposed to mm-hmm. waiting on the double team and the defense lineman getting double teamed back to them and they stay in linebacker depth and not make a play because they're too far back so the defense lineman is dumped in their lap those are all things that come with just being um well if you want to get in a nutshell, scared mm-hmm. of a Kansas City defense, I mean offense. You were they were scared. Mm-hmm. They were scared. So, Barrett, my my question to you is: Why does it take? Why does it take till week five to see this happening? You saw this is something that you said, and a lot of people said that they saw this in training camp. They saw an aggressive defense 
because a lot of people felt like the defense wasn't aggressive under Jim Schwartz. You bring in, know. you know, they you, you bring in a new coordinator, you, and like some of the narratives you hear out of camp. One, they downplayed the actual preseason games and say, "Hey, we're getting our work in in these joint practices." So you kind of want you want to give them the benefit of the doubt because they also said that the defense was kind of vanilla in these preseason games. Like, like it's still like, vanilla now, right? Yeah, and 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 now we we in real games. We've now had four games. This is now a month into the season. This is a trend. Why does it? Why is it taking so long to make this change? To making this adjustment? Well, the, the, I think it was just just what I said. It was fear, fear of getting beaten, and and. That's exactly what, what what I would equate it to because you know all right Hill he's got an S on his mm-hmm. chest, but you got two DV two DBs that are pretty good, mm-hmm. you know. So if you feel as though he's not so much of a threat, then you game plan him, you put your best DB on him, and then you have somebody line up over the top. And now you know you have no excuses because you got McLeod there also, mm-hmm. you got McLeod and Harris, Hooker who are very functional at the safety position. You put them in a position to to to, to double team them. You know what I'm saying? Bracket protection. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. how you stop that. You know, that's how you play against that. Oh, you I, I guess they didn't want Kelsey to ball out. Well, okay, you did it. You did it. You stopped Kelsey. But we're talking about 180 yards worth of hill that they needed to stop the bleeding with, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And what, you know what three I mean? touchdowns, two touchdowns. Come on, man. It was it was ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. And and I'm gonna say it again. You got two monsters in the middle. Mm-hmm. Fletch mm-hmm. still a monster. But the other guy, Hargraves? Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's, he's producing been, this year at a high level. Season. What? He's been a beast so now, all season. So now you move him. Now you now you now he starts off at the one technique. Mm-hmm. Slam him to the three technique. That way he's crossing a guard's face. Now, if he's crossing somebody's face, there's no way. They couldn't block him when they knew where he was, let alone where he used to be. Mm-hmm. Now he's out, the, he's out the gate. But what it does is it initiates those linebackers to become more aggressive. Because if you leave that gap and you slant that gap, you got to have somebody to replace that gap, mm-hmm. which puts the linebackers in a position of now being aggressive because now they have to go cover that gap, mm-hmm. which puts them at the same level then as the defensive lineman. Now there's not the big gaps that they had in which they could run all over. They're putting them in, have them come downhill and be more aggressive. So mark my words, that's the only way that they could come in and have a scheme in which they could be more productive and, and really use the talent that they have up front. Because you get Fletch going one way, he's not going to stop. You can't stop him from going that way. Mm-hmm. And if you you know you combine that with aggressive linebackers, now you have a way to stop in that you know stopping the run. You know what I'm saying? Nope. They call we also call it run blitzes. You know you can not just pass blitzes, <laughs> nope. but it's run blitzes nope. also. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. now real quick, because I know Jonesy got a question. You, uh, something that you said was kind of interesting. You talked about coaching scared. You yeah, came, you came into the league under Ray Rhodes. You also played for Andy Reid. You went to Pittsburgh, played for Bill Cowher. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like a coach was coaching scared? What does that say to the players? Yeah, it, it, I was in a position like that, but the coach ended up re- retiring mm-hmm. and uh, quitting on us halfway through the season, and that was Bobby Ross. Really? Okay. He quit halfway through the season because he was scared, number one. He lost the team, number two. Mm-hmm. So kind of situation is going on in Jacksonville. So he you was know? at least self-aware enough to know he was in over his head at that point. Right, right. It, when you have players laughing in your face, mm-hmm. I mean uh, – Robert Porsche and and Herman Moore flat out laugh. Guys, we got to go out there and fight. Herman go, what? <laughs> <laughs> laughing loud. I'm like, mm-hmm. laughing. 
Mm, yeah, it's <laughs> and, over. You know, and, and, no, come on, man. Robert Port said, Coach, get the hell out of here. We're not trying to hear that. Flat out said that. Mm-hmm. So, so, wow. so my, my question to you. But we're not, they're not, we're not at that point. Though. We're okay. not at that point. You know what I'm saying? But they, they, I, I'm under, I'm under, I, I could never be scared to, to, to coach against somebody. I could never be scared on having my opponent. All right, they may be better than me, but I'm not going to be scared, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on the, this is the way I was raised, bro. Mm-hmm. If there's one man I feel on this earth, one of us got to lead this earth because I can't live my life in fear. Understood. And as a defensive coordinator, he can't live in fear. You know, he has to go out there and initiate things. He's got to go out there and be productive as far as being aggressive. They, that's the only way that this team can 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 be better because they're they're a smaller defense. So you have to be more aggressive yep. in how you you know you approach the game. They don't have a big barreling linebacker. So they have to be more aggressive and have these guys running through gaps. That's the only way they can do it. So they're gonna have to blitz more and they now have the cornerbacks to do it. You know mm-hmm. last year we didn't have cornerbacks to do it and yet this defensive coordinator was still trying to blitz. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have corner we now have cornerbacks that can cover. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. you can blitz. Now you have the autonomy to do what you want to do up front because you have guys in the back in the tail end that can cover. See, now defense is what was bothering JV. My issues are on the other side of the ball. I I haven't even gotten to worrying about Gannon and his defense yet because <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how on the season what, what's the, I want to get this number right. Miles Sanders has 37 carries. Not, not in one game. Total. On the season, he has 37 total carries on the year. Mike, not in one game, though. No. But we're talking about four games. In four games. That's less than 10 carries a game. Four. Four. Mm-hmm. See, that's, 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 that's another thing. You know, I mean, we're talking about, a, you know, you, you have a quarterback, a young quarterback, and – Mm-hmm. Who's not really a drop back passer, but yet you still have him dropping back 30, 40 times a game. So you're with me. You're, right. You're, you're so understand my problem. Mm-hmm. So, they, so, and then running the ball with an offensive line is how you get those guys lathered up, especially when you only have one starter that started the year out and you got four guys that are filling mm-hmm. in, but you're still trying to pass the ball. So, it doesn't make so sense you're, to me. You're seeing everything that's bothering me with this number. He's, mm-hmm. That's 9.25 carries a game. For the for the for what's arguably your your most consistent weapon, your most dangerous weapon, considering that your quarterback lacks consistency. So you have speed at receiver, but your quarterback he hasn't been the most accurate this year. He's underthrown some deep balls, overthrew a touchdown, overthrew a touchdown. Yeah, I'm a, and then you, you go try to put it on. Then you go try to put it on. Zone read. I mean, the biggest Travis that I've ever seen in my life is to go and play a game and only run three called runs mm-hmm. in an entire game. I've never seen that happen before in my life. And I played 12 years in the NFL, but watched NFL football for over 40 years. I've never seen that. In fact, somebody had to make me aware of it because there was a there's a team, uh college team that did never punts. And and, mm-hmm. and never runs the ball. They do is throw the ball. I had no, I had never seen that before until I watched them play. But I've never seen even Andy Reid would run the ball. And as, more as than much that. as we said Andy Reid needed to run the ball more, mm-hmm. he kept it somewhere around 60-40 or so towards yeah, the pass. Bruh, bruh, at least you give me, you know, at least 15, 16 runs, but the only run the ball three times a game. 
You know what? You can't overcorrect that because overcorrecting is running it six times because mm-hmm. you're doubling the output, the doubling the, the carriage you have. Then it gives me the oh, um, you know, with the RPOs. But that's not that's not that's not excuse. You can call run plays, call mm-hmm. run plays, especially when you have an offensive line that's more suited to running a ball. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have Herbig starting at right guard. Mm-hmm. You must run the ball to get him going because he's not he's he's not as good as a pass blocker as you would want. When you have a guy, you know, and 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 Dillard, who I mean, he's he's played well. He's mm-hmm. played well these last couple of games in this relief role. He's played well. In fact, he's played damn good. But then you have a rookie in Dickerson that is also a road gator. Get him going one way, he's not going to stop. You have mm-hmm. literally two guys that can roll any three technique off the line, and you're not going to use them. I mean, come on, man, which will open up your passing game because now they got to put an extra defender in the in the box. And when you put that mm-hmm. defender in the box, now you got the speed on the outside that can at least beat somebody deep now. Mm-hmm. How about that? We got speed and and, 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 and and can't take advantage of it because we're not running the ball and, and, and trying to counter that, you know what I'm saying, with, mm-hmm. with, you know, with them bringing a safety in. I mean, those are all things that they have to do and they're not doing it, man. I'm, I'm very disappointed in this young coaching staff because they aren't taking advantage of the talent that they have. They really aren't. So that that begs the question. We we kind of asked it over the weekend. I'm going to ask I'm going to ask you. I know it's it's still early, but we're a month into the season. Think this coaching staff is in over his head? No. I don't think they're over in over their head. Mm-hmm. But I I'll say this. They have the players. They have the talent. They also have the attention of their players. It's not like they've lost the locker room or the guys aren't listening to them. Mm-hmm. These guys believe in what these coaches are coaching, but it's, it's a they got a short amount of time to maximize this team's potential because if they can't show an older player that they can make them better, mm-hmm. then they'll lose that older player, and it's hard to get younger players to follow a coaching staff in which the older players are out on. So if they keep losing, the likelihood of these guys staying behind them runs out more and more. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. there's there's certain things, you know, in order for this coaching staff to come in, they had to, number one, be be real. Keep it 100 with them. You know what I'm saying? Let them know exactly what's going on. They did that. Number two, they got to make sure that they're coaching them and making them better. They were doing that. But the next thing you got to do is show them that you can win. And they mm-hmm. did that the first game, but after that, they've called horrible games after that. You know what I'm saying? So maybe – the head coach is in over his head and doesn't need to be calling the plays. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's his first time really calling plays as an offensive coordinator. And we got, you know, not just as a head coach, but as an offensive coordinator. But it was Doug's first time also. Mm-hmm. So we got a little more rope to give him. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, they, I mean, they had some hell of a coaches they coached against these these last uh, three games. Mm-hmm. S- since we're talking about the coaches, what do you make of all the penalties the Eagles have been getting? Oh, that's lack of so discipline. Far. Lack of discipline. The only way you can get a, a player disciplined is either you know cut playing time down or take money out of their pocket. That's how you get their attention. If they don't do mm-hmm. either of those things, you just yak the yak and tell, oh, you can't, you know, we we uh we can we can't afford to make these penalties. No, they're not gonna hear that. You got to make sure you take something that they care about away from them. And that's playing time number one, and that money, that dollar bill number two. When I was playing, if we got, you know, when I was with Pittsburgh, my last few years in Pittsburgh, jumping off sides cost you five hundred dollars, five hundred. A holding call was a thousand dollars. An unsportsmanlike mm. conduct or something like that cost you two grand. Mm. 
and that's you know, and and and, and put it all in a pot. Oh, no question. I don't care how much money you make. You put two grand in a pot or a thousand dollars in a pot. Oh, it makes you think about it, man. I don't care how much money you make. So that pot, my first year, we know we undisciplined. That pot was about fifty, fifty-two thousand dollars, fifty-two thousand. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you know that next year, oh, it was right around about what twenty-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all that stop, all mm-hmm. that stop, bro. All that stop. I can see how that'll wake you up real fast. No question, yeah. no question. Yeah. Now you talked about part of part of a coach getting the team's attention is winning. I'm looking at schedule. I see Carolina, I see Tampa Bay, and I see Vegas. You know they could very well go zero and. Th- this is a team that's one and three right now. Uh, one and three right now. They could be one and well, six real easy. One and six real easy. You know, in a month's time, could we? Could this conversation shift from I don't think they're losing the locker the locker room to uh, I think this brother's lost the locker room. Well, that's only if these players are getting better. They got to get better, and if they're if they're going in the right direction and they're losing, uh, and and but they're getting better with, throughout these losses, mm-hmm. then they can keep this locker room. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I mean, it, you can't you know you you can't build Rome in a day, and they understand that. The mere fact that you know that they're competing at the way they are, mm-hmm. I, I think they are getting better. So they're going in the right direction defensively. They got to get it going. They got to get pointed in the right direction. But as a whole, I think they are getting better, and uh, you know, like I said, they got to get better as they go and you know you know the silly mistakes the dumb mistakes are, are really keeping out they've got three touchdowns taken back from them mm-hmm. three three touchdowns mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying three touchdowns well actually four because if you look at it um sprint right option they ran that ward ward drop one mm-hmm. he dropped the touchdown he overthrew mm-hmm. Ertz on a touchdown and then uh smith Caught a touchdown, but he went out of bounds. That's his mistake he can't have. And then they called a touchdown back for uh for illegal man downfield. Mm-hmm. That's 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 four <laughs> scores that potentially could have been on the board that they didn't have. Yeah, the four. Arthago Whiteside with the offensive offensive interference. Oh, that's, okay, that, now it's five. Mm-hmm. That's five potential touchdowns. You know that that that, that could have been. You know could have could have should have would have. Mm-hmm. But you know you 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 lack the discipline. So I was on a Eagles pre K post game live, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, this is a bad team right now." And the reason why I say it's a bad team because they can't seal the deal. They're not winning games that they should be winning. And not to say this Kansas City game they should have won, but it was very obtainable. All those touchdowns Kansas they put in, them, in that yep. column, I mean, they're right there with them, scoring tit for tat with them. But you know the lack of discipline. Is a t- is that's that's the signs and characteristics of a bad team. Lack of discipline, number one. Mm-hmm. You know, penalties, all that stuff is a team that's pointed in the wrong direction. Once they get things going in the right direction, just like you know, Jalen said, Jalen Hurt said, they're close. They are mm-hmm. close, but close mm-hmm. only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Until mm-hmm. you start making those plays happen and going in the right direction, all you be is a close loser. Mm-hmm. That's all. So that being said, I want, I want really real quick. I wanted to circle back to the defense real quick and the problems that they've been having. Now you talk, you know, you you talk about their scheme, lack of scheme, whatever. One thing has been for sure: this team has, has struggled in developing quality linebackers. 
but so far it seems like the, the it seems like the philosophy of this defense is to keep the play in front of you. They're not going to get past. You're not going to get past them. You're not going to throw over them. You're going to you know they're going to keep that ball in front. They're going to keep the ball in front of them. So maybe whether it's the passing over the middle or whatever, that's how you if you're going to get yards, that's how you're going to get them. Does this mean that finally there might be some emphasis on the linebacker position? Could no. We finally, you know, could this be a situation? I've been saying it for years, man. No, I mean they don't value that position. They don't value just like they don't value really the running back position. I mean, yeah, they spent a second round pick on Miles, but they're they're not using Sanders. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, they, they don't value that. They don't value they don't value um, the linebacker position. So they you know they really don't invest in a, in a boss linebacker. You know, you look at the teams that went with mm-hmm. first round picks. I mean, what they're doing in Dallas right now. I mean. Mm-hmm. Anytime you can let a player like Jalen Smith ride, that means you got some horses back there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, Lee is gone, and they still let Jalen Smith go. That means Van Der Esch and Parson, Mike, uh, Michael Parsons are that work, man. Mm-hmm. We, at this point, don't value the linebacker position to go. Like, all right, I'm going to put it in the simplest terms. As a player, when I played against guys and I'm looking across the line and I see a junior sale or a Ray Lewis, you know, when I see a player like that, you have to account for where he is, a Hardy Nickerson. Guys like that, mm-hmm. Pat Swilling. If you don't know where that guy is, he can wreck shop. Mm-hmm. He can he can he can totally take over a game. When people line up against our defense, they're not worried about our linebackers. They're worrying about beating up on Cox mm-hmm. and you know and and, and 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 beating up on um I keep forgetting his name. What's his uh, name? Hargraves. Uh, Hargraves. Hargraves. Yep. I'm gonna beat up on them. On our way to the linebacker. And everybody talks about, you know, Alex Smith making a lot of tackles. Yes, but they're not impact tackles. Mm-hmm. I need impact tackles. Impact tackles are any tackle beyond or behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it's three yards behind, uh, beyond the line of scrimmage and they get three yards on it and they stop them, that's an impact tackle. If they get a three-yard loss, that's an impact tackle. Mm-hmm. But once you're tackling a guy eight yards down the field, there's nothing impact about that. You just make a tackle as they go for a first down. But, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not an impact tackle. We need a we need they need to start taking those stats and talk to me about those stats when you start, you know, really become a the defense. Mm-hmm. Give me impact tackles as opposed to uh, you know, tackles. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about tackles, you know. Give me impact tackles. I guess that's part of my frustration. Where it's like we know what the history is of this team and their value of the linebacker position. But here, right now, I'm sitting here listening to a defensive coordinator. Basically, he's screaming what he's saying without saying. I need better linebackers. His scheme, his scheme, whatever he wants to call it, will not work. You want to have two high safeties, then you need two beast linebackers. <laughs> ah, da, da. You need, ah, da, da. You need two. How can you continue this philosophy of not valuing the linebacker position if this is going to, if you're going to say, hey, we, we ain't going to use too much nickel. You know, we're not going, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Make it make well, sense for me, you know. It can't make sense. You know, you know why? I mean, he comes from he comes from a defense where that's what they had was boss mm-hmm. linebackers. Mm-hmm. When you have Darius Leonard, mm-hmm. you can afford you can have the autonomy to play back because you know he was going to wreak havoc everywhere in the middle. Yep. 
He was smart enough and more athletic enough to go out there and make plays. He was making impact tackles. You know, hence that's why he's the most he's the highest paid linebacker in the league right now. You had mm-hmm. Darius Leonard. He's trying to run the same scheme as he ran with Darius Leonard. You can't do that. Don't you had Darius Leonard then. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had Darius Leonard. So it's mm-hmm. way different. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you the truth. They make too many stupid mistakes. Well, um, Derek makes too many st- stupid mistakes, man. He's becoming a liability as opposed to his talent, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Derek Barnett is, is almost to a, is almost to a point where they can't keep him on the field mm-hmm. because he's he's making too many the penalties, mistakes. the mental penalties. That's that's, that's something you can't. Yeah, and, and his play, his 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 playing time is it should be mm-hmm. cut lower and lower because of that. You can't you can't be efficient with with a guy that constantly makes mistakes like that. If, if, I mean, it's just now, it's not you know you can't if, do it. The question I have then, real quick, if you is that with Brandon Graham out, what options do you have to limit Barnett's minute, minutes, his playing time, and still be successful? On well, defense? see, that's the problem. You know, I mean, you do you do have players that can go in there and play. You know, you because like, Josh Sweat is balling. Like Kerrigan hasn't re- registered a tackle who, who? yet this year. Ryan Kerrigan hasn't who, registered. Who, who's <laughs> exactly? I mean, dog, I'm, I'm on. I'm, I I did not know that he played 42 percent of the snaps. Hasn't registered a stat. I don't. No tackles. No sacks. No pressure. Like it, 90 is running around out there right now for nothing. Mm-hmm. Me and him have the same stat line right now. Just he has he has playing time and I don't. Mm-hmm. He's getting the game check. I don't know. Come on, man. I mean, he, he lost it all. Okay, I understand that, man. I understand that. Put somebody in there that can. Throw Jackson in there. He's young and hungry. Mm-hmm. He wants to play. He wants to give you whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Williams, mm-hmm. he wants to give you everything you want. Milton Williams, you put him anywhere. He's trying to make it happen. Now, he's going to make some mistakes. He's going to overrun a block or underrun a block. He gonna, he's going to do that. Mm-hmm. But at least he's giving it to you at all. He's giving it all to you. I don't think Kerrigan right now, he's he's giving it all. He just doesn't have enough to give. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, he hasn't made an impact yet. I mean, I need Avery to make a little more of an impact also. You know what I'm saying? Jannard Avery, you know, they, they trade a fourth rounder for you. I need more out of you. And me saying this as an analyst, mm-hmm. yes, I'm saying this. I'm not on the field. No, but I've been on the field. I understand what it is to be on the field. So you mm-hmm. can't come with me at that BS. Mm-hmm. Go out there and play, man. Sometimes you, you have to play past the coaching. You know what I'm saying? If the scheme work ain't working, you just got to make a play. Period, point blank. Period, point blank. You see something happening, you got to find a way to stop the bleeding. Fletch, you got to find a way to stop the bleeding. I don't want to hear nothing about double teamed or anything else or, mm-hmm. or the scheme works. I can't know. There's, there's a time and a place in which you have to take over, especially when you've done your research, you've done your film study, mm-hmm. where you have to make a play. And this is the time where he has to make a play. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, that boy down there in 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 uh, did we gonna watch tonight? That plays in L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aaron Donald. There's times where he's not gonna stay where he's supposed to stay. He's gonna go make a play, and that's what he does. He's getting double team, triple team, quadruple team, but he's still gonna make a play. Oh, yeah. And I believe Flesh still has that ability to do that. I don't know if he's 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 trying to do it, man. And I'm not questioning, you know, if he's working hard or anything like that. But I just know what Aaron Donald's doing. Mm-hmm. And I have the same expectations for Flesh as I do with Aaron Donald. So put it like that. Okay. So my question to you, and, and I'm and I, and I know you'll give your official prediction on Sunday on pregame live, but I, I just 
if the if the Eagles are going to beat the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, what has to happen? Number one, they're going to have to run the ball because the guys they have rushing off the corners are impact players, man. These guys can ball, man. They can run. Was Grant? Grant can rush the passer, man. And they run so many schemes that it's hard to really call an offensive play mm-hmm. to match that scheme. So what do you do? You run the ball. If you run the ball consistently, now you have to. Now it opens it up for 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 the rest of your offense. Your playbook could be like this. Could be like this mm-hmm. if you're not running the ball. But once you run the ball. It opens it up to this because now they have more than that to look for. Now they have to tackle. Now they have to rush the passer from the run and mm-hmm. stopping the run first. Then they have to get into pass rushing mode. If you're coming off the ball and having you know guys come off the rock and hit people in the mouth, now you have to worry about this run first, then switch to pass. And that's how you combat a team that throws a lot of multi fronts at you. Run the ball consistently. Run zone plays. Zone left. Zone right. Give your running backs a chance to get lathered up because they get stronger as the game goes on. Mm-hmm. Game will get stronger as the game goes on. Give them more touches, then those guys will play better, and then you'll have more results out of it. You know, you keep the keep the chains moving. Mm-hmm. Then you can open up into throwing, you know, your RPOs in the game if you want to do that, or you want to run your play action, which you can get, you know, the tight ends open in the middle of the field. Now it keeps the defense off their fleet. They can't stay on their square. And the only way they're going to do that is to run the ball against this Panthers team. There you have it. There you have it. Jonesy, what you uh you look like you about to jump in there. No, I while I got you out here, got you here, I just was gonna ask real quick, what have you made of the what I guess the biggest investment we've made in the wide receiver position in several years? This young receiving core, mm-hmm. you've got Smith, the you got two first round picks out there now. Right, Smith right. You Rager, got Rager. Yeah. Rager, yeah. And then Quez is sh- showing he know he's learning how to use his speed out there as well. Is um I-, I hate to say it this way. It almost feels to me at times like they're being limited by the quarterback. Well, they are being limited because they're not being put in a greater position since they're so young. They don't know how to run the routes to really get open and create separation. You know, even Smith, you know, even as young as he is, he 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 can create separation. Mm-hmm. But give him a little added advantage, you know what I'm saying? Give him give him the you know the threat of the run. Now you can't just sit back and just focus in on Smith because he's gonna he's not gonna be able to catch as many passes he passed caught uh last week against this defense because they're gonna focus on him now. Mm-hmm. Now he's become the target. They're gonna bracket him. So the only way you can keep him from bracketing him is to run the ball. Then you take that bracketed guy off of him and put him in the box because you got to stop the run now. You can open up and have guys like Quez Watkins use that 4-3 speed, get down the field, because they're worried about the run. And that's how you get behind these DBs, get behind these safety, because they have to check that run and then go to pass. And by the time this speed gets past them, it's going to be hard for them to get, you know, to, to get on that horse and get back and cover them. You know? And I, I do believe that, you know, um, Hertz has a strong enough arm to get the ball to him. I, I truly believe that, but that's only if he has more protection. You know, what I'm saying he can't if he can't follow through, swing his hips, and drive his leg through, then he's not going to be able to push the ball down the field because he has somebody in his face. But you don't have somebody in your face if you're running the rock consistently because now they have to stop the run, then go to pass rushing mode. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and everything comes to running the rock. You have to be efficient at running the rock, bro. Got to have some balance in your offense, right? You have to. You have to. You have to, man. So that so that being said, you know, 
the ability to run the rock. A question has kind of been asked, and and I I want to get your opinion because I've known you for a while, and I know you were high on Miles Sanders coming out of college. Yep, still am. And but now it seems like this is now the second coaching staff who seems to underutilize him. Like, what do you make of that now? You you go from you go from Doug Peterson who kind of underutilized Miles Sanders. Now he's gone. In comes Sirianni, and now he's he's you know he, I mean he he take the he took took the ball and literally ran in in the opposite direction. Well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say this. this. I'm gonna say this, man. Um, it's not necessarily he's. It, all these backs want to be volume carriers. They want to give you know they want to have the time to run the ball a little more. You know, mm-hmm. your offensive line gets better as you run the ball more. Run the yep. basket better as you run the ball more. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do with what upper management, the people upstairs, are saying. We know that you know that the owner wants to 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 to, to pass the ball. He wants a passing offense. Mm-hmm. And when the owner talks, you're going to see more of a passing offense. But that's not what's going to win right now, and it's going to be a you know it's going to have to be a change in his philosophy. Like, look, um, you know, I, you guys, I, I got to run the ball more, be more yep. consistent, because yep. yep. he came here pledging to run the ball, mm-hmm. and until he does that, this offense won't work. You know, things won't work for this for this team unless they do. It's all predicated on that running the rock, mm-hmm. because the quarterback that you have is a quarterback that needs the autonomy to run the ball consistently so you take the pressure off. You don't want you don't want Jalen Hurst to be winning you, you don't want Jalen Hurst to be carrying you through the game. You mm-hmm. want Jalen Hurst to win the game at the end. He can do that. But he's more he's more of a guy that you have to 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 lean on at the end as opposed to carry you through the game. Okay. You know, you want your you want your running backs, you want your short game to carry you through the game. You want him to end the game for you. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at a box score and see Hurts threw the ball 45 times, you don't have a good feeling about that. No, I, that, that's 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 chalked up to an L in all actuality. You know, if, if I see 45 times, I'm thinking potentially it's an L because, number one, they're trying to come back mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, and they can't run the ball, and that's what it is. If you get me right around about – even if you give me, you know, 32 to, 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 to 25 – you know what I'm saying? 32 passes, 25 runs. That's mm-hmm. still enough to give you, you know, an offense that they have to be aware of the run. You yeah. gotta run the ball, man. In today's NFL, if you don't run the ball, you, you, it's really hard for you to, you, to, to, to not be a boss franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, mm-hmm. Those guys can do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At this point, Hertz has not done enough to be a boss franchise quarterback. But do you, you, know what I mean? you believe that he can be? I believe he has potential to. I mm-hmm. looked at him the same way I looked at Dak. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think he has more potential than Dak. But mm-hmm. Dak right now had that running game to lean back on, which allowed him to get better. They're not going to allow Hurts to get better like that. They're not going to give the ball to Hurts like they gave the ball to Dak. Say, hey, Dak, this is your team. They're not going to give it to him. Mm-hmm. You know, if he doesn't ball out right now, the likelihood of him being a starting quarterback, you know, for the next couple of years is going to be slim to none. They're not going to give him the autonomy to sit back and mm-hmm. and and be allowed to 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 take this team into the future. They want results right now, which is unfair for for mm-hmm. Hurts. It's definitely unfair. Mm-hmm. But if you want a quarterback that can do that, look what they did to um look what they did to uh to to, to the Browns and, and and their quarterback. You know, he was the first he was the first player picked in the draft, but 
He's no better than than Hertz is right now. He's no better than Hertz, mm-hmm. but he has a run game in which keeps him um, keeps him balanced. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If you look for tip for tat, strength for strength, yep. he's a better quarterback. They come from the same school. He's a better quarterback. Hertz mm-hmm. is a better quarterback than he is. Mm-hmm. It's just he was given the opportunity, given the reins. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do the same for Hertz. Hunt and the, the way they rely on the run, right? Yeah. Right. Make it easy on them. Minimize his exposure. Easy. You know what I'm saying? And then they have a boss defense that they can, all right, if we do make a mistake, those guys will go out and stop it. We don't have that here. You know, so his he has a short leash, number one. Number two, they didn't have the defense to support him. So you got to run the ball. Keep the ball out of the hands of the opposing quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's the only way this Eagles team will win. Then, then I, want your, I want your opinion on this because this is something that Jonesy and I talk about. You know, I've said that I feel like it's a trap that teams that teams fall into when they have that quote unquote athletic quarterback. You know, they instead of instead of building that team around them, they want to kind of utilize their athleticism. Yeah. You know, you have a young quarterback who might have some who who is still developing that arm. Why not make the plays? Put plays in place that make him comfortable. Why not do that? But it seems like too often this season, we've watched them kind of, you know, like instead of in, instead of making him comfortable, they make they put him in situations where he has to now depend on his athleticism. Right. Well, um, that, what is it? Um, it's almost like he's offline. You know, he makes more plays offline than than, yeah. than making plays that are designed to play. You know. Mm-hmm. He's not playing within the framework of the design play. Mm-hmm. He's, he's 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 making his plays off off. Um, what what is it? Not a, I forget what they call it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As it's um, he's not. It, when you're not playing within the framework of the offense, mm-hmm. and when you're like off kilter, and you're making those plays when you're out there using your athleticism. Mm-hmm. You don't want to run an offense like that. You yeah. don't want to have a nonchalant offense like that. You mm-hmm. want to have an offense in which you're playing within the framework. Of what you're asking him to do for that play, exactly. When he, you know, when he, when he, when he's, when he's playing off, you know, off key like that, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, you can survive for that for a little bit, but not throughout an entire season. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it. You know, it, it's, it's not fair to the to the, to to Hertz, and it's not fair to, you know, the rest of the players. You know, I mean, it's definitely not fair to the offensive line because when you're blocking a play. You, you, you're blocking a play in which you set the quarterback and he's supposed to be right there. Mm-hmm. Now you're asking the offensive line when he's playing off car, off course, now you're asking him to block and you don't know where he is. I had you know I had that happen to me a lot when I played with uh, Randall. You know, I didn't know where he was. So when you're blocking a guy, you think you're blocking your butt off, you got a great block, and all of a sudden you see him out of the side of the corner of your eye, you see the guy sort of run that way. Now you get a holding call because he wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. You want to know where you're blocking, where his launch point is going to be, where you're blocking for him. And, you know, you don't get that with Hurst because he plays, you know, off kilter sometimes. Not off kilter, but, but offline sometimes where he's not supposed to be. And it's harder, man. I knew when I played for – when I when I was playing block for Rodney Pete uh, later on in that season when I played with RC, when I was playing for Pete, I knew exactly where he was going to be. He wasn't moving he, off that line. He was going to be right there. He wasn't if he's supposed to take a five-step drop, he's taking that five steps. And best believe he is not leaving that five steps. He's sitting right there. Mm-hmm. It's easier to block for a guy like that. But sometimes you get, you know, you might get beat mm-hmm. on a play, and then you got a guy like Randall back there, 
and you may not even touch the defensive end, but he's go out there and he may take it for 60 yards and or he might, you know, mm-hmm. move and spin out, you know, and throw a bomb for 60 yards. You know, it really depends. You know, it you can the same thing make you laugh, make you cry because mm-hmm. he can he can make you look like an all-star, but he can also make you look like you're trash. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. So uh before we get out of here, I know you're gonna give your official prediction on the pregame show on Sunday. So I, I will ask you this. On a scale of one to ten, how confident are you in the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday? I, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm at five right now. You know what I'm saying? One to ten, I'm at five right now. I'm, I'm, fifty-fifty right now. Because really depends on what defense. If he does the defense, and I, I'm telling you right now, mark my words, he's gonna move that defensive line around, which is gonna force those linebackers to be more aggressive because they have to make it to their gap. That's gap control. They'll play gap control defense, mm-hmm. and they'll stop the run. Uh-huh. Then they have a shot. We have a shot. But if they don't, and they don't run the ball, it can get ugly real quick. You know what I'm saying? This man. Ugly real quick. This man. I, I just want to say he I like five. that answer because mm-hmm. when you said five, he was hoping you'd give him a three or eight or something so he could try to <laughs> pin you into a prediction. I know it. I know and it. you I gave know him it. absolutely nothing to work with. <laughs> and you can see it all over his face. I know him, man. I know him, man. I know him, man. We'll put it I'm like just, this. I'm, put it like this. I'm, I'm going to this. This is my score. This is my score, JB. This is my score. Mm-hmm. 24-18. I'm just not going to tell you which one, which side I'm going. But it'll be 24-18. to 18. Watch what I tell you. See, mm-hmm. look. Okay. I'm trying. Look. <laughs> <laughs> My, my my time at that station <laughs> allotted me some resources as far as guests, and I'm not. And, and what I'm trying to do is be able to to work those guests into this into this show, and not mess up anything I you know, and not mess up any relationships. So I'm not gonna sit there and I'm not gonna fumble the bag and not be able to get an NBC Sports guest anymore because I had Barry Brooks come on my podcast before the pregame show and give away his prediction. So I call myself being smart. I call myself this this was crafty. Right, 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 right. You gonna give me the give you go you you set it up too. You set it up real tight too. Not who's gonna win, but how confident are you that the Eagles could win? This man said five. (laughs) (laughs) I hit you with the fifty fifty, but I gave you the score too. That'll be the same score that you're gonna hear. On 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 Eagles pregame. You, you, you might as well have said, "Hey, on Sunday, I guarantee somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose." <laughs> it's all it's I all right. Uh, Barrett, real quick, are you calling? Are you calling college football this weekend? No, not this weekend, man. Okay. I got this weekend off because I have a grand opening for my company, um, uh, Brooks Alternative Services. Yes. We, we opened a new branch down in South Philly, so yes. we have a grand opening, so I couldn't take a game this weekend. I okay. will be back in the saddle next week. I don't know where I'm going to be at, but I'll be okay. back in the saddle next week. All right, well, look, we look, we look forward to seeing Barrett Brooks on the call for that college football, man. It's our, Appreciate that, it, man. That, Appreciate that, it. Absolutely. A, a Barrett Brooks call game gets on in the man cave. In the brown man cave, I will put a Barrett Brooks game. It don't matter who you got. You got Temple, you got Tulane, it don't matter. You could have I've had both of them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, look, I, a, a Barrett Brooks game will get on there. Also, what what else you got going on? Where where can people hear you? Where can people see you? Um, I also uh, have a show called The Middle. It's on uh, it's on YouTube, man, through Jacob Media. Uh, like I said, I do college football on the weekends with ESPN. 
Um, you know, I, I, you know, NBC Sports Philadelphia. That's my breadwinner. That's my yes. bread and money. You know, Eagles pre and post game show. Me, self, the, 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 you know, Mister Diddy, the, the Hall of Fame writer, and then yes. Michael Barkan. You know, love it, man. Yes. And uh, you know, we, we, we have we have a great time up there. You know, even though me and Seth, you know, it's yin and yang. You know, glass <laughs> half full, glass half empty. It's all right, we man. battle back and forth all day, man. But hey, that's the that's the greatness about you know our show, man. You, you know, you're gonna get something every time you watch. That's that's all right, man. Mm-hmm. I I sit up there. I've I've watched them like when when they do the games, when they do the pregame show. Now, I, allow me, let me break the fourth wall real quick. <laughs> they put Barkan and Diddy, Seth and Ray, in this other room where they get them lobsters and and all this <laughs> this, this 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 wonderful food. You know, mm-hmm. this spread, they get a spread. The rest of us, we get pizza. Well, you know, it's not like that anymore because there's no more pizza. What? Plus, they don't we don't bring in chicken and peas no more, man, because of COVID, man. They don't want anybody sharing food with anybody, so oh, we got to go oh, from our own, man. Oh, I tell, tell them, we do this again, man. We keep on doing this, man. I'm just rather just stay at home and watch mm-hmm. the game, bro. I might go to chicken and peas and watch they, the game. They, they used to have this spread. You go in there, you watch, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't want – because those are, those are the people like – like who are like paid to really watch the game and follow the game. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just collecting a paycheck and I'm. Bro, I always gave you my, ch- always gave you my chicky fries, bro. No, and, and, and the I, cheese. And, and, and I enjoy it. And, and the cheese. And, and the cheese, bro. JB, you can't bro, complain. Bro. No, 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 that's not the complaint. Now, but we be sitting there off to the side eating this pizza, you know, trying to shit, you know, all of us eating pizza. And then you see them in there, they got the bibs on, they got the lobster tails, and they, you know, you know, got the got the, the the real big screen TV. We we had an analog TV until at least. Hey man, you gotta take care of the talent. Two thousand twenty, you know, I you know. Bro, bro, it's it's different now. Hey, even at our desk now, man, we got the big, you know, like the forty-two inch flat screens now, man. Yeah, bro, it's it's different up there now, man. They even gave me my old laptop. I'm not taking it home, but they gave it to me. <laughs> I'm not taking it home, bro. That means that instant access. No, no, we want no instant access. I want to be able to push the the not right. button if they call me, bro. I, I hear you. I hear you. I need some time you. off every now. And then. Right, yes. right. Off me, and I'm yes, off. Sir. Yes, sir. So make sure you check out Bear Brooks. Make sure you check this man out, Eagles pre and post game on Sunday. Make sure you check out his show, the the middle, right? Yes, that's what I meant. That's what that's what Aton. Yep, me, Aton, and uh, Harry Mays, man. Yeah, yeah, I tell you what, Harry, man, those two, man, Harry and Aton, man. It's 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 it's, characters. Harry, straight characters. We used to do a show with Aton. He don't return. Oh. Our, he don't return our phone calls anymore. Oh. <laughs> well, hold on. Look. Hey, 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 Mike. Speak hey, Jones, for yourself. No, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get Aton on here soon. <laughs> but put it like this though. Then I, 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 then I take that back. He hits. He, he hits me with the text. Hey, uh, remember me. Come on, man. Come on, JB. You know he's wrong for that, man. He, he want to put the sob story in. Remember me. Remember me. Look, we still cool. <laughs> I had to make sure. First of all, I had to make sure that was still his number. And I would go. I would. I would go out there like, "Hey, Barrett, I'd love to get you on the show." The next thing you know, I, the window opens up, and it's some other dude. It's like you were talking to me about getting on the show. I, I had to make sure that was your number. 
Because <laughs> the first, like, oh, you ever, man. you ever not, te- you ever not text somebody in a long time, and then you look at the date from the last time you texted them. You know, we sitting there talking about like, 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 dr- like the draft. I think our last conversation might have been like the, the, the 2019 draft or something. <laughs> <laughs> so my oh, first man. text was just to make sure I had the right number. And, and, Come on, man. And, and, and Come tru- on, man. And, and trust me. When I send this text to Seth Joyner later on this season, it's going to be exactly <laughs> Well, put it like this, man. He, 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 he hit me right. Way. So he, he texted me. He texted me about an hour ago. Hey, you still good we, for the we shoulder still good. right? Yeah, we still, <laughs> we still good. Say, yeah, man, I told you I would be, man. Look, man, we've done, look, uh, we, we've done this show. Well, we don't confirm the guests earlier in the day, and we're sitting there waiting for them to co- to, to show up, yeah. and we just like, yeah, that, that's happened once or yeah, twice. Yeah, what? you know. So we sit over here just trying to fill time, you know. Wait, I know he'll talk dirty about me, man. He knows he travels in all the spaces I travel around, so I don't mm. want him to be talking dirty about me, man. Like never he'll be on, talking about me. never on the air, like. But I, 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 <laughs> as long as you know, I yeah, I, I I will talk about you behind your back. Right, right, right. But, I, I, but, I see but, his kids. His kids be staring at me like you know. That's it right there, you know. I'm, I'm like, dang, you got a mean mug me, dog? Come on, man. I'm like, daddy, is that that guy you were talking about saying there's no good? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I appreciate like, it, fellas. I really man, appreciate we, it. We, appreci- we appreciate you, you, man. Thank you, sir. It's all, always yeah. a pleasure. Always yeah. a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Barry Brooks. My man. That's my guy. Oh, man, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. And remember, you can check us out. Make sure you download this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search Best in the World Sports. Reach out to us on uh, social media. Facebook is back, y'all. Facebook is back. It's gone for a minute, but it's back. Look, I I was seriously thinking about opening up uh, a Jonesy and Brown Black Planet page. But, you know, MySpace, MySpace, go see what Tom is doing. Yeah, I I, I thought about that, but we didn't. Facebook is back. Make sure you hit us up, Jonesy and Brown, or you can hit us up at D-I-T-W Sports. Remember, the Green Over Everything podcast, Sunday, 7 o'clock, which also is a replay on phillygoflow.com at 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my Jones. Long time ago, they didn't want that's, that's a true story. That, that is true. But you see him now. You see him shining. You see he's got the Show the wedding ring off real quick. Just with ease. Now you hot. What happens now? Exactly. But you Yes! Brush your shoulders off. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy your sports. We'll talk to you next week. Peace, y'all. Peace. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. Brown.